Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here for the Locked On Nationals podcast here on this Wednesday, October 28th, 2020. On the show today, we have a whole lot to get to about what in the hell happened last night at Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. I'm not going to say much more. Uh, let's get right down to it. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's do this. I mean, so much to get to from this. Number one, and most importantly to this show, the Locked On Nationals podcast. The Nationals are no longer your reigning and defending World Series champions. That is because last night the Dodgers ended up upending the Rays by a score of 3-1 to one in their final game. It was game six of the 2020 World Series. And um, so much to get to here because right now, the result of the game is not the lead, right? You can usually tell what is the big sports story in the world um, by the front page, by the headlines that we have on, obviously, the worldwide leader, ESPN.com. And the world, the worldwide leader right now, the headline is how Justin Turner's COVID test turned the World Series finale into the most 2020 moment possible. And that's written by Jeff Passan. So we have to start with the result of the game first. Uh, I think that's the important thing because that is, you know, this is baseball podcast number one, but there were so many moments of the night and we're going to make sure we hit them all, but you guys know me. I typically like to work in chronological order. So let's go to the game. It was a three, one win, but this one started off pretty well for the Rays. And I was on the Rays last night. You guys had heard me say this. We talked about it with Corbett Koslack and I'd mentioned it every game. I looked at very specifically from a gambling perspective. I said, hey, look, if you want to be on a team tonight, pick the one with the better starting pitching, especially in a series with the Rays, because it felt like in this series, for the most part, if you got the advantage early, you were not going to give it up. Now, we did have a couple games that uh, did not follow that, but because it was mostly because of some snafus in terms of bullpen management and certain guys going in at certain times. So on this one, I love the Rays tonight because I love Blake Snell. I watched that first Snell-Gonsolin matchup, and I thought, hey, the Rays actually have figured out Gonsolin uh, to some extent, just like the other teams in the playoffs had before him. Gonsolin's run in the playoffs was not a very good one, and so because of that, I thought the Rays could get to him. Gonsolin goes one and two-thirds innings, three hits, gives up just the one run, but he gave up two walks while striking out four, and the, and the run was the Randy Arozarena solo home run. So uh, because of that, and also they got guys on base too. They did not cash them in. So that was a reason why uh, they were having to, you know, have Blake Snell go full Blake Snell. But he did. And that was the issue I had. He pitched so well. And as the game got later, you're thinking, oh, the Rays, they just lead by one. All it takes is one swing. But Snell was not going to allow that one swing to happen. At least it didn't look like it. And he gets yanked in the sixth inning. Kevin Cash, after the game, says he regrets the decision because it didn't work out. But also, too, you know, what I think is when you've got a guy like Snell, and I know it's the third time through and they've seen him for the second time, but he's in a groove. And there's certain guys that you just don't pull. I know it's I know their process is one thing, but you got to have a feel for the game. It's not just eye test. People talk about eye test all the time. When a guy is in a groove and also, too, he, he recognizes the situation. He knows that it's a one run lead. He knows he's got to make it stick. If you have a feel for that situation, you know, look, we got to ride with this guy. we got to keep him in the game. And you know what? If he gives up a run, nobody's going to say, hey, you should have gone to the bullpen. I mean, some, you know, some person might, have, might say that after the fact. 
but nobody would look at the performance that Blake Snell was having and say, you've got to, you know, look, you got to go to the pen. This is what you do. No, this was very reminiscent of 2014 NLDS game two between the Nationals and the Giants. That 18 inning game, it's one nothing in the ninth inning. And Jordan Zimmerman walks a guy, Matt Williams, you know, he's one out of ways Zimmerman is from closing the game out. Williams goes to the bullpen and brings in Drew Storen and then the Giants tie up the game. This was a situation where you could just feel it coming. You could feel that this was not the right move. And also, this was Nick Anderson's third appearance in six games. And the Dodgers had had some success to him. I mean, they'd scored a run off Nick Anderson in both of his previous appearances. No, it is not totally Nick Anderson's fault. Uh, I'm not going to put it all on him. But I thought the spot right there to bring Anderson in was a curious one. And that 2-1 lead, you felt like the Dodgers were going to be able to make it stick once they got it. They extended the 3-1, and basically it's over. Also, another thing, too, Julio Urias, I I mentioned this before, the ace in the hole for them in the back end of the bullpen for the Dodgers. He had been excellent. He was excellent, you know, in, in the postseason for them, coming out of the pen. And another situation where he goes the last three innings, a guy with starting chops that you can bring in in that spot to close out a game, What a luxury. Once again, I said this before the series. What a luxury for Dave Roberts to have that guy. And he played that ace in the hole. Like I said, he played it perfectly. Uh, Urias ends up closing out this game. Two and a third innings pitched. Four Ks, no walks, nothing else. And for him, throughout the playoffs, you know, that was the story. So credit to him. Credit to Urias for uh, pitching a a very good World Series uh, and pitching a very good end of that game to close things out to the Dodgers. Congratulations to them. All right, so let's get to the Justin Turner situation. Uh, We'll do that when we get back. But first, a word from our sponsors. Today's Locked On Nationals podcast is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. The new and improved Built Bar, they've got six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry bar chia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Those go along with the 12 original flavors, coconut almond, raspberry, German chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, orange, toffee almond, and coconut, as well as peanut butter brownie. All those are chocolate. They've got six nut, six without nut. Right now, we've got a great offer for you all. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off on your next order. You also have a chance to win a free cooler as well while supplies last. Once again, BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. You'll get 20% off on your next order. So the Dodgers win the World Series, right? And then we have this Justin Turner news that was coming out towards the back end of the game and was confirmed by Rob Manfred afterwards. This is from ESPN News Services. L.A. Dodgers third baseman Justin Turner tested positive for COVID-19 and was pulled from the team's World Series clinching 3-1 win in Game 6 against the Tampa Bay Rays on Tuesday night in Arlington, Texas. MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred confirmed the positive test after the game telling Fox, quote, it's a bittersweet night for us, end quote. Turner was 0-3 with two strikeouts before coming out of the game to start the eighth inning. The team did not give a reason for his exit when he left. And I'm going to put this in as a sidebar. Uh, Joe Buck and, and John Smoltz were wondering on the broadcast, is Justin Turner injured? Is he hurt? Um, he said, thanks to everybody for reaching out. Turner did on Twitter. I feel great. No symptoms at all. Just experience every emotion you can possibly imagine. Can't believe I couldn't be out there to celebrate with my guys. So proud of this team and unbelievably happy for the city of LA. Hashtag World Series champions, end quote. Major League Baseball insulated postseason teams in neutral site bubbles after traveling them across the country during a shortened 60-game season. 
Turner was the first player since the playoffs began to be flagged for the coronavirus. The veteran infielder was not immediately with his teammates as they celebrated the franchise's first World Series win since 1988, but the 35-year-old did return to the field with his wife about an hour after the game and took photos with the World Series trophy. He got a hug from longtime teammate Clayton Kershaw and sat front and center next to manager Dave Roberts for a team photo, occasionally lowering his mask, but he otherwise wore throughout the celebration. Sources told ESPN's Jeff Passan that Turner had been asked to isolate after a positive test, but no one stopped him from going on the field to celebrate. Sources told Passan that in the second inning, the lab doing COVID-19 tests informed the MLB that Turner's test from Monday had come back inconclusive. It is unclear whether the result of the test arrived after the game began, as they typically do beforehand. Samples taken from Tuesday arrived at the lab, and Turner's was, imme- was run immediately. Sources said, when it showed up positive, the league called the Dodgers and said to pull Turner. He was replaced by, uh, in the field by Edwin Rios. Quote, we learned during the game Justin tested positive, and he was immediately isolated to prevent the spread. End quote, Manfred said. All right, so uh, that's kind of the, the rundown of what happened. Uh, the issues here being are very obvious. One, that last line I read from Rob Manfred is a lie. Right, we, we learned during the game Justin tested positive and he was immediately isolated to prevent the spread. He was not isolated, right? If he was isolated, there would have been somebody, you know, if they saw him, they would have said, Justin, you can't be here. Anybody from the league? Because obviously at the end, you know, when they're celebrating on the field, there are league officials on the field. Rob Manfred was on the field. And Rob Manfred is something that we're going to get to here in a little bit. Um, this, this situation is everything that they feared. And luckily for them, it happened uh, and the Dodgers won the game, right? Luck, I mean, that's the lucky part, you know, but it happened during the game, and it's going to be a cloud over this because this was something that, you know, obviously was an issue that the test came back inconclusive and they had to run another one, and they did not have the results in time. This guy is playing a game. They just kind of assumed that he would be fine, but you can't make assumptions with a, you know, in a global pandemic. You, you just can't do that. And with cases on the rise the way they are, uh, this was always going to be the fear. Not saying the season should have should not have happened, but uh, you know it did happen, and they pulled him out of the game. That is a correct thing to do. Letting him back on the field was a risk. I did not understand that seeing him, you know, kissing his wife as well too was bizarre. It was just a a tough situation. I know it's a monumental moment for him and his career, but it's not just about him, right? And it's not moment is not just about Justin Turner. From everything I've read and heard about Justin Turner, he is a very nice, very wonderful human being and a good teammate as well too. But that kind of goes out the window here. You know, seeing him next to Dave Roberts, who, you know, 10 years ago was diagnosed with lymphoma, you're sitting there kind of worried, right? You're worried about some of the older coaches, maybe older personnel, players' families that they're probably going to see right after the game. If their parents are around, you're worried about them because if this was not a false positive, there are going to be other members of the Dodgers who get it. I guarantee you that, especially if he's hugging Clayton Kershaw and he's around his teammates. And I, I bet you after uh, the game was over, he was probably around his teammates, some as well too. And they might be healthy and they might be fine, but for the reasons that we know Ryan Zimmerman opted out, right, it wasn't just about Ryan Zimmerman. It was about his family. It was about his wife. It was about his kids. So... My concern level, I really hope that Justin Turner and his family and the whole Dodgers organization is fine, but what a snafu across the board. And this gets me to Rob Manfred, where I'm not going to assume uh, what was happening with Rob Manfred last night. I know Twitter had their you know ideas 
about what was happening with Rob Manfred. Uh, it appeared to me that he was somewhat uh, inebriated. Uh, I don't know if that was the case, but he did not, you know, he was slurring his words. He said he made some odd comments about being really glad the season was over. And I you know I understand the relief of getting through it, but uh, when he presented the trophy to Corey Seager, the MVP trophy of the World Series, he was, you know, he was having a really difficult time speaking and getting those words out. A bizarre situation. We didn't know if it was the booze and, you know, maybe he had an earpiece in that was it was messing with what he was hearing. I don't know. It was a really odd scene. So I'm I'm saying that we're not going to assume anything, but he it appeared that there was some issue with his speech. And I don't know what that was. And that can be scary. So I, I'm not sure what the situation is. I, I don't know of, of any health concerns that Rob Manfred has. I hope he is okay as well. But um, another moment where, and once again, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to say, that, you know, whatever was wrong with, with Commissioner Manfred, uh, we hope he is okay. But as the public face of Major League Baseball, mistake after mistake has been made, right? He, is, he has not done a good job of hand, handling publicity. And honestly, the last few months, last couple months, especially during the playoffs, have been very good for the sport because the, the league has taken care of business, taken care of the players, and Rob Manfred has stayed out of sight. He was in sight and everything kind of went to hell last night. And the storyline this morning, and this is wrong, is not about the Dodgers winning the World Series. It's the Dodgers win the World Series, comma, Justin Turner got COVID. Or, you know, might even be this way, Justin Turner got COVID, comma, and the Dodgers won the World Series. So, you know, we're in a spot right now with the Dodgers fans, and I feel bad for them, can't fully enjoy it. Uh, once again, we hope everybody in the organization is okay, but it's, it's just hard to know. So a lot happening here, and if you're like me, you're sitting up on your phone, on your computer last night, just scrolling through Twitter, wondering what in the hell was going on. That was really how I felt last night. I'm pretty sure it's, that's how many of you all felt as well. A difficult night, a weird night. Congrats to the Dodgers, but uh, we were all in a situation where, uh, you know, we were just kind of not, not really knowing what to do, right? Not really knowing how to feel about this because if there had been a game seven, the circumstances would have been uh, shaky. I mean, they would not have been able to play that game for weeks, uh, in my opinion. That, that game would not have gotten played for a while. But congrats to the Dodgers. Uh, the Nationals are no longer the World Series champions. Dodgers earned it. We're going to have more on this uh, tomorrow. I'm going to talk about how the playoffs went, and I think this Justin Turner COVID test kind of reshapes how we're going to feel about the season. Maybe it shouldn't. Maybe it should, but it's going to. It has to. There's no way it doesn't. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about the playoffs, about the MLB season as a whole. Hope you guys are going to enjoy that conversation. Hopefully we bring in, I think we're going to bring in Corbett Koslack for that. All right, check out all of our postseason position breakdowns. All of, them, all of them are in your podcast feed. We did starting pitching yesterday, so we have one for all of the on-field positions right now. The last one left is the bullpen. We've got to do that. That's coming on Friday. So check all those out in your podcast feed. Make sure you follow us at LO underscore Nationals on Twitter. Follow me at Josh Neighbors. And check out the Locked On MLB podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.